Hello, hello, everybody. You are listening to Throne Room Thoughts with Tanisha. The Bible tells us to come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. My hope and prayer for everyone listening to this podcast is that you'll receive the tools to boldly declare power and victory over your life in Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Throne Room Thoughts with Tanisha. It's always a privilege and an honor to join you guys and to delve into the word with you. How are you guys doing? How is everyone holding up? I just wanted to come on and give a word of encouragement to my people. I don't know what you guys are going through, what anybody in particular might be facing, but the spirit said to come and just provide encouragement, to provide some insight. I typically have a lot of prepared material for my podcast. I study, I get into the word, and I extract the principles that I think are relevant and helpful and I break it down like that and and proceed to you know engage in in conversation around the material so it is a lot of preparation that typically goes into it just because I like to come from an informed place when I'm talking to you guys um but in this instance it's a little different because um I just felt moved to come on and provide encouragement. I um, have friends and acquaintances um, and loved ones from all walks of life, different professions, and, and I get into conversation with people that are doing well in their respective fields and, you know, experts in their respective fields. And a lot of times we find ourselves in conversations where people are not necessarily feeling fulfilled. They're doing their job well. They're, they're excelling at their job title, but the level of satisfaction internally and the level of um, fulfillment is not always there. And I relate to that a hundred percent simply because I've always um, been a person who pride myself on my educational accomplishments and my ability to excel in my career. And a lot of times I'm one of the youngest in the room, you know, in, in a room full of very accomplished women. But a lot of times they're just older than I am and um, have been in the field for a longer period of time and things like that. And so I've always felt felt pleased that I you know, got an education and worked my way up and have continued to work my way up in in my field of social work and, and social services. But I have not always felt 100% connected to my calling. I felt I felt successful on some levels and I've felt um, that I've achieved a certain a certain amount of things, but I've not always felt fulfilled in terms of the gr- the greater call on my life. So when I speak to other people that talk about the passions that they have and talk about the 
the dreams and the contributions that they want to put out there, but they don't necessarily have the time, the energy. Um, they don't have the creative space to to let their their thoughts flow. It just really, it really puts a damper on my spirit a little bit because it's like it it sucks to be on the on the edge of what could be the greatest thing for your life and the greatest contribution to mankind that you could possibly make but yet you can't really dive full-fledged into it for whatever the reason is and you know different people have different reasons sometimes people um have to work and 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 a lot of times your job is demanding so you don't even get the the time you know to think about what your passions really are because you're working you're feeding your children you're keeping a roof over your head and and so you don't always get the 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 time to think the space to think and stuff like that you know like I said everybody has their own their own life circumstances that lend themselves to have to having a situation where your passion and your purpose is is snuffed out because you're on the hamster wheel and you're going day by day doing what needs to be done and and sometimes as as was in my case doing what you know and what you know to do best I come from um, a West Indian family we're Jamaican and my mom wasn't you know she wasn't born in this country I I wasn't born in this country I wasn't born in America. I was born in Jamaica as well. I come from a very, very um, long line, long generation of people that were just happy and grateful to be in this country and figured what you do when you come here is you work and you work hard or you get an education, you save, you eventually get a house if you're lucky. And and that's just the way it is. You're just grateful enough to be in this country where you have more opportunities than what those who came before us and our family had. And so, again, you don't necessarily get a chance to sit back and say, well, what am I passionate about? What does God want me to do? What is my purpose here on earth? What can I contribute to humanity? You don't even that doesn't even occur to you because at the end of the day you're just grateful to be someplace where you could get a decent job make a decent wage and and keep a roof over your family's head and so I I truly I truly empathize with what it's like to not be complacent per se but I empathize with what it's like to you get your job, you get settled into your career, you're working, you're you're living relatively well, and you don't necessarily um, rock the boat any further than that. So today I just wanted to provide some encouragement to everybody listening, encourage you to reconnect with God and seek his face for what he has for your life and what he wants you to do. Seek his face and seek his presence in terms of how you should go about getting that thing done. If there's a YouTube channel you want to start, if there's a podcast you want to start, if there's a business that's that's laid on your heart, if there's an organization, a nonprofit, a need that you want to serve, reconnect with God, reestablish your covenant and your relationship with him and get his guidance, get his input to figure out what your next step should be and and figure out how he could meet you wherever you're at in order to take you to the next best place. As I thought about encouraging you guys and encouraging myself, because as I've said on other episodes, I too am in a 
season of change and transition and in a season of truly, truly stretching my faith and looking to God to guide me and to light the way for my decisions. As I'm in that season, I'm encouraging myself as well. And so as I thought about encouraging you guys, encouraging myself, what came to mind is how I always say, you change your change your mind, change your life. On Throne Room Thoughts, at the end of the day, it's all about how we can draw on what God says and align our thoughts with God's word and align our thoughts with God's view on things and speaking that into our lives and speaking that over our lives in order to see the best manifest out of our lives. And the word that came to mind for me, as I said, I'm always saying, change your mind, change your life, change your mind, change your life. The word that came to mind to me was repent. Webster's Dictionary, one of the definitions they have for repent is to change one's mind. So the first definition they have is to turn from sin and dedicate oneself to the amendment of one's life. The amendment of one's life. A lot of times when we hear repent, we automatically connect it to sin and we automatically connect it to you know, turning away from sin or, or feeling regret about sin and, and things like that. A lot of times we don't further make the connection to the part about amending one's life. So it says to turn from sin and dedicate oneself to the amendment of one's life. And another definition is to change one's mind, change your mind, change your life. What kind of things do you need to repent for? What are the things that you need to have a complete change about? What are the outlooks that you need to completely and radically change? What are the thoughts that you need to change? What kind of things do you have to have a change of heart and a change of mind about? Repent, repent, repent. Have a change of mind Dedicate yourself to the amendment of your life. A lot of times we want to we wanna walk into our victory. We want to walk into the next season. We, can, we give a whole bunch of amens and a whole bunch of I receive it when we're told that we have the victory and that we're more than conquerors and we can do all things through Christ. We, we will shout amen for that. We will declare that we receive that. But... Uh, that kind of power and that kind of boldness has to be accompanied by a change in your mind and a change and a change in your heart, a dedication to amending your life. And it's not about perfection. It's not about doing every single thing right all the time. But there is something to be said about changing your mind about something. There's something to be said about changing the way you view things, about deciding I'm not going to do this anymore and not only not wanting to do it, but changing the way you see it completely. There's something to be said about that. There's so much power in deciding to look at something a different way. Being in a relationship that you used to idolize or being in a relationship where a person could do no wrong and suddenly taking off the, the rose-colored lenses and seeing things for what they truly are. And then deciding, this is not for me anymore. This is not going to work anymore. There's something to be said about that. There's something to be said about being in a dysfunctional situation. And deciding, I'm not going to take this abuse anymore. Calling it what it is. 
I'm not going to allow you to speak to me this way anymore. I'm not going to speak this way anymore. There's something to be said about looking at things for what they are. Iyala Van one time on one of her episodes said, you got to call a thing a thing. There's something to be said about calling a thing a thing and being honest about what something is and then making a decision. I don't feel the same way about this anymore. I used to love this and now I despise it. I used to enjoy this and now I'm disgusted. I used to think this was cool and now I can't believe I once thought that. There's something to be said about having a change of heart and change in your mind. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who needs to hear this. But it's heavy on my heart to say, yes, you're on the precipice and you're on the cusp of a new season. Yes, God has great things he wants to do for you. He has great things he wants to do through you. Yes, he has a plan and a purpose for your life. A hundred percent. But you have to change your mind about some things. You have to change your outlook about some things. You have to change the way you see some things and allow that change and that repentance to now result in different behavior. I promise you, when we get into alignment with God's word, when we decide that he is the ultimate authority on everything, and when we develop a system of checks and balances with him in partnership with him, he will allow you to completely and radically see things a different way. He will infuse you with the ability. It's almost like, it's just like when scripture says the veil is lifted, the veil will be lifted. Sometimes it's just, sometimes it feels like there's just a weight on you or it feels like there's a black cloud over you where you know you want to do something, you know you're capable, you know you have all the, all the ability and all the power in you, but you just can't get it done. The pieces just don't seem to come together. The pieces just don't hit. And it's like when you find yourself in that place, go after God. I'm telling you, go after God. Seek God's face. Seek his direction. Get into communion with him. Get into fellowship with him. The word says you will see, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. Seek him with all your heart. Go after him like no other. And he will take you to that place where he can use you, where you could be effective to the maximum capacity. He will take you to that place where he could trust you to deliver and where you're not going to slack off and you're not going to you're not going to pass up opportunities. You're not going to let season after season go by. You're not going to allow yourself to die with what he gave you. You are going to ensure that you are poured out at that point. And that's the place that we all have to strive for. That's the place that I'm striving for every day. I'm striving every day not to be complacent, not to play it safe, and not to just roll with the flow. I'm striving every day for intention, to be deliberate. And so that's what we have to do. It's not enough to just have passions, have ambition, have dreams, have goals, have wishes. None of those things in and of themselves mean anything. Independent of God, nothing matters. Nothing matters. And so, again, the question on the floor is, what do you need to repent for? 
What do you need to repent for? And not repent as in, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Not repent as in, Lord, forgive me for this lie I told. Lord, forgive me for that sin I committed. Lord, forgive me for falling and slipping yet again. No, no, no. That's surface level. That's important to acknowledge. You know, we got to acknowledge our sins. We got to acknowledge our shortcomings. It's important to confess these things. As scripture says, confess our sins to one another and, and, of course, confess to God. That's important. But that's surface level. What kind of things do you need to change your mind about? Change the way you see it completely. Amend your life. Be committed to the amendment of your life. What things need to be amended? That is the question on the floor. And so... I hope that that blesses you. I hope that that gives you some food for thought. It certainly gave me some food for thought. As I continue to grow with you guys and as I continue to to encourage myself along with trying to encourage you guys and trying to develop a, a, a stronger and stronger habit of turning to the word and letting the word be my guide, letting the word be the final say, not my emotions, not my fears, not my doubts, not any negative thoughts, certainly not the voice of the enemy, but letting God's word be the, the ultimate say. So as I, as I do that, and as we do this together, those are the, those are the things that, that come to mind. What changes have to be made? What do you have to repent about? What do you have to turn away from? What do you have to decide that this this is done and I'm not going back? Something to think about. As always, guys, we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Log on to throneroomthoughts.com. Stay connected. Email me your testimonies. Email me any prayer requests thoughts at gmail.com I love you guys be blessed and be blessed to be a blessing as well love you all bye Until next time, be bold, be powerful, and be victorious. Stay connected at throneroomthoughts at gmail.com.